0: Welcome back to one more episode of Sales with Aslan. I'm your host, Tom Stanfield, and I'm here with, I think, what do we call you, the doctor of sales doctor. training and doctor the greatest training. host in America? Is that co- where we landed? Co-host. Oh, co-host. You're a co greatest co-host in America, yeah. or it's yes. not Canada.
1: Well, the good news is they don't really have a category for that. So you can, <laughs> you know, you can kind of claim it, whoever you okay. if you want it.
0: And we, it. and we have a guest in the audience we have a guest yes. not in the audience we have a guest because the audience, the is bad. audience. The so audience we don't have is an bad. audience <laughs> <laughs> well don't ruin it no we no have, it's it. not
1: a real audience I mean, we have a we studio audience we do have a studio audience,
0: audience but we, we've got an actual uh our guest in the building our return guest so we're excited to have dan silver back in the uh studio with us today welcome back
2: dan, dan. thank you for having me
0: yeah, we were, just ch- we were just chatting before the show, we hit the record button, talking about how much we loved, loved the first session with you. And so for those of you who didn't hear Dan's first podcast with us talking about the personality, the behavioral styles, the communication styles, Dan can clarify what's the best way to categorize this, but the four types of customers that we sell to and how to quickly understand that and if we understand their profile and we understand how to adjust, we can instantly build relationships, be better at influence, be better at connecting, just more successful. I mean, almost instantly. I mean, some of the the truth that you shared, Dan, when we were together mm-hmm. several weeks ago, I mean like instantly changed how I thought about some of the meetings that I had and also playing the tape back going, Oh boy, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Those are the ones that hit me. Yeah, yeah, My uh, gosh! So
1: that's why I lost yeah. that. Video. That's
0: and the what thing they is- hung up on me. And you know, what's great about this topic of understanding the four styles is no matter how long you've been in sales, you constantly need to be reminded of what you already know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've been teaching these styles for years, but I still forget. I forget the truth and and the power of them. So thank you for reminding Dan. So welcome back, my friend. Thanks for joining us again.
2: Well, again, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Keep the conversation
0: going. Yeah. Yes. So what we, I think what we promised our listeners is tab that we would, uh, we talked about if I'm a seller and I'm, I'm working with a customer, how do I understand their style and how do I adjust? But in this episode, we want to talk about if you're a leader, right? And I'm sure this applies to sellers as well, because we can apply this to other people in our, in other relationships in our lives. But Mm. the primary focus is if I'm a leader how do I better understand my f- four types of team members and knowing their style, their style, their behavioral style. And again, Dan, you're going to give us a better way to talk about this. Understanding their style will help me inspire them, coach them, manage them, lead them, just be better at at, at working in, and adjusting my approach with each individual. So Dan g- g- kind of lead us back through just a quick overview for those who haven't caught the last episode of the four types
2: okay so a we're talking about behavioral styles not personality big difference uh, yeah i knew i blew
0: that i knew you were going to call me on <laughs> on
2: that. yeah no 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 you know, <laughs> it's distinction so, let's keep you know, it real person-
0: man let's keep it real <laughs>
2: um the personality set from somewhere between uh, six and nine years old at least that's according to the research that i've seen pretty set uh, behavior changes, or else we'd all be running around like nine-year-olds. So, behavior- Okay, so that's a good
0: way. Your personality, you're saying set early. You're not changing that.
2: Right. So, yeah, you know, you can have an introverted personality. I mean, your natural state is not to be the life of the party, but to to sort of be a, a listener and a reader and a thinker and a contemplator. But if you're put in, in a role that requires you to be more extroverted in your behavior, there's no reason why you can't become expert at that. It mm-hmm. might not be your preferred way to behave in your private life, but in your professional life, in, in the world of sales, you adjust. Right. You adjust. So we're, we're talking about behavior, not personality. So okay. with that, we've got four basic drivers of behavior and we call them or we put them, well in in the disc model it's dominant influence steady conscientious but we use birds and the reason we use these metaphors is because we find that they're sticky and mm-hmm. we find that they are they are evocative of a wide range of behaviors that you will recognize so we start with the eagles so eagle styles their fundamental focus is results mm-hmm. when eagles are moving at the right velocity in the right direction towards a goal they are happy when mm. eagles are not moving in the proper direction towards their target they are particularly unpleasant both with themselves and with the people around them mm. So, <laughs> how do we know that we're, we're dealing with an eagle well their behavior mm-hmm, so what yes. is their behavior well they're direct they're blunt mm-hmm. uh they focus on the bottom line could you please tab hurry up Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Why I mean, are you telling me that is. story? Why well, do I don't need to? I don't need to yeah, know the story. I don't need to know what's that. What's the
1: this out. to the question? Why are we here? And why are you wasting my time? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. What's What's the What's What's the point here? How can we move this forward? Whatever it is we're talking about, Eagles are competitive. Eagles are decisive in how they make decisions. Mm-hmm. By the way, just to go a little bit deeper there, decisiveness can come across as arrogance to mm-hmm. other styles mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's quick right? So an eagle style mm-hmm. doesn't think I'm going to talk to nine people first before making a decision. An eagle makes the decision and then talks to nine people, right? <laughs> right so right. those nine people then say, well, why didn't you talk to us first? And it can come across as arrogance. But really what's happening is that eagles are humble to the idea that they're not going to get it done right. They're mm-hmm. just going to progress. And progress means falling down, getting up, falling down, getting up. Mm-hmm. So the quicker I fall down, the quicker I get up, the quicker I learn. And that Is why they're decisive, but that's one little example Hmm. of how misconceive we 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 misconstrue why people do what they do.
0: Okay, I think this is a really big point. I want to highlight this is that we tend to attribute motive to behavior, and I think what you're highlighting is is we be when we're looking at our team members, we go, oh, that's why you did that because maybe that's why they would have done it, but that doesn't. It's not always true. And I think that can cause a rift in the relationship when you attribute a negative motive to somebody when actually they're just acting out of their natural style. Is that fair?
2: Absolutely. We judge ourselves based upon mm-hmm. our own intent because we're intimately familiar with our own intent. Mm-hmm. I know what my intent was, that's so, so that's so why good. I behave a certain way, but we judge other people based on their behavior, not their intent.
0: Nah,
1: right. And we don't ask about their intent. We just make an assumption and move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. exactly. And
0: God, we that's that's so well said, gosh, then that's what we do. Like, if I would have done that, I had, say that again, Dan. Say that. I want to say that again. We
2: judge ourselves based upon our intent, but we judge other people based upon
0: their behavior, which we should do the same thing that we do for ourselves, for others. Don't well, judge that. We, we don't know their intent. We don't know their intent. So we need to figure that out.
2: We need to be optimistic about the intent. Yes. Right, Because mm-hmm. otherwise we judge other people's behaviors and we often judge incorrectly. And so one yeah. of the best ways to use this material, especially in sales and in leadership mm-hmm. of sales is To give people the benefit of the doubt by understanding them a little bit deeper so that the why behind a behavior isn't an assault against us. Mm -hmm. It is because they are wired a little bit differently than us. Mm -hmm. Big difference. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go to parrots. So the fundamental focus of parrot energy is fun. Mm. Mm, That Mm. sounds fun. Right to a parrot, and you know what? A parrot look fun, Tab. <laughs> yeah, they what do, do? They, they're, they're like, a
0: party happening. Yeah, there's a house in Buckhead that you on West Place's Ferry across from the governor's mansion. When I drive <laughs> by, there, the parrots are literally parrots. Rich people have parrots, and there's parrots, it's a very expensive sheet. And they're walking around, I'm thinking they got to be having fun.
1: They're not peacocks. Yeah. Oh, wow, you, know that's, that's <laughs> you know
0: what? You know what? See, they're peacocks. The yeah. <laughs> Never, <laughs> Never mind. Never. We a parrots we Parents walking did, around. Why did, why, did you, why did you have to bust me on this? No one would know. No. that There were parents are peacocks. Because I'm a parent, in our vast studio audience knows that their parents are peacocks. Guys, I hate to interrupt. all this Sorry, Dan. Okay, okay. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, oh, Dan. We're
2: back to the parents. Never South mind. Florida. They're
0: peacocks. Go ahead, Dan. Thank you. No,
2: but they're not. So I, I live in South in South Florida in Delray. If you walk around enough, you will. Find peacocks on people's roofs, the roofs of their houses, and they uh, are, oh, you know, really? They, they are pissed off creatures. They <laughs> are <they're> making <laughs> okay, all so kinds they're... of noise. They are. <clears throat> they are ornery. They are. Yeah, okay. They, they display their their colors, and so we, you know, we we yeah. pretty. But they don't have the, the the disposition of a parrot. Parrot is parrot, our. I'm having a conversation. With Not you. pirate. But parrot. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how do we know someone's a parrot? Well, by the way, they behave. They tend to smile a lot. They joke a lot. They're optimistic. They're expressive. They're enthusiastic. They bring this morning, noon, and night. It is natural to them. They don't Mm -hmm. need a situation to evoke these behaviors. They just bring it every day. Okay, then we have doves. Mm -hmm. So Mm. doves are the symbol of peace around the world. And how do we know when we're see when the presence of a dove, there's a calmness there. Mm-hmm. The tone of voice is friendly. It's warm. They ask questions of others as opposed mm-hmm. to just talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. They tend to be a little bit more, more modest and humble about their own achievements. You know, you're with a dove because they're actually listening to you mm-hmm. as opposed <laughs> to talking at you like eagles do or talking about themselves in your presence like parrots do. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Last but not least, we have our owls. So owl energy is all about quality and accuracy. So how do we know we're in the presence of an owl? They tend to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. They tend to ask a lot of questions in order to gather enough data to arrive at a conclusion. They do not take your opinion at face value. Mm-hmm. They don't just say, oh, you're right. No, they'll ask questions around it. They'll think about it. You know, think of it Sp- in the extreme, think of Spock. You know, mm-hmm. like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever Kirk said, we're, we're going left, Fox said, well, that's not advisable. Why? Because Fox had, <laughs> you know, nine reasons why that was really a problem. That
0: is not advisable. Right? Not advisable. That was, it reminds me of the story you tell about Elizabeth Tabb, who's who's an owl. His Tap wife's an owl. And, and the bug man showed up to tell.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah, she's like the the bug guy. He comes to the door. We had a bug or something. I'm like, hey, bug man. He has name on the shirt. I'm like, come on in. Sit down. We got bugs. Can you go kill him? You know, and he's like, of course I can. I said, well, get to work. Let's get started. My wife said, no, 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 no. Come, come have a seat down in the kitchen. We're going to have to talk through this before we get started. And she's just, (laughs) the bug, you know, the bug, man. I mean, we got to you know, she's got 17 questions, you know, what, what about this bug and what's the species and what are you going to do? What if it comes back? What are my guarantees? (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I want a 25% discount. Why? Because I just need it. You know, I mean, it was awesome. (laughs) And that was early in our marriage. I was like, I have married the
0: right woman. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there you go. There's a and algae Bugs, Algae Eat bugs.
2: So it doesn't matter what the topic is, whether it's your your work life or the bugs in your house. Owls demand quality in all situations. Because oh they, yeah. If if they're not involved in high quality endeavors, then they're it's it's very like disturbing. Mm. Yeah. Like it's not it, it puts them in a pretty pretty bad mood. <laughs> so here it is. We've, we've got these four basic drivers of behavior, the eagles, paris, doves, and owls. And most of us, vast majority of us, of course, are a blend. Yeah. So some of us are eagle paris, some of us are owl doves, some of us are three styles. And in, in the sales world and in, in any professional environment, you know, our ability to thrive is typically driven by the level of relationships that we're able to form with people around us. You know, are there software prom- programmers that can just sit in front of a screen and not have to talk to people? Absolutely. But the rest of us, we have to engage. And to the extent that we understand why people say and do what they do, we actually build healthy relationships mm-hmm. and that opens up new opportunities and that enables us to grow. And that's a, not a ride that you want to get off of. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is important.
0: Well, it also shapes how we influence. And that's probably, I think that's that's part of what you said in, in your benefits uh, of learning the styles. But I mean, I want to really highlight that relationship determines influence. You know, we may not put a high priority on relationships, especially if we're an Eagle. Right. Or maybe if we're an owl, we might not put that priority, but, but if you want people to change their beliefs and follow you, the right. relationship and the emotional connection that you have has a, plays a big role in that. And this, this ability to adjust to the, the styles and become the person they need you to become as you're communicating, I think has a big impact on that.
2: Absolutely. I mean, w- whether we realize it or not, we're, we're all in the persuasion business because right. we all have a perspective <clears throat> that we either wish for ourselves or wish for other people or wish for a situation. And it's And it's our ability to connect with others that either, you know, enables that to happen more easily or creates all kinds of frustrating roadblocks for us and and can really lower the quality of our lives so really this is about improving the quality of your life in in a very fundamental way your ability to connect with other people Mm -hmm. whether it's at work or in your personal life so So
0: let's get more granular let's talk about so i'm a leader yep right i just i uh, i'm a sales leader sales leader sales leader let's just say sales leader for now let's make it make a little which means you have a sales team as means i have a sales team and i just i was just on a call Mm -hmm. right so we were in a we were on a call together we're listening in virtually or i'm on a zoom call together and we're both participating or riding around and it's over and i want to coach them Mm. all right so let's let's kind of run through the the birds again so Okay. How, how would I change that approach if I, okay. let's just start with the eagle? Let's start with the eagle. And I, I wanna, so, and I see so, some gaps,
2: right? I see some gaps. There's something to work on. It's not perfect. So let's start with the the mat. The, the leader is an eagle, and let's say the one of the sales reps has a lot of parent energy.
0: Okay, like it. So I'm so, I'm an eagle. I'm a leader. I'm an eagle.
2: Right. Okay. And so. Mm-hmm. The, the the eagle has has witnessed this conversation between the parrot and a prospect, mm-hmm. and afterwards the parrot is just super excited. Mm-hmm. Like, wow! That was great. <laughs> Safety, wasn't That's it? They're gonna I buy. Mean, we we both love football. Mm-hmm. We we you know our wives uh, uh both love cooking, right? And and the parrot is just 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 excited that there were so many commonalities because to a parrot the more we have in common the more likely we are to see things the same way the more likely we are to agree that you should buy our product because or our service because well we're on the same page all mm-hmm. right and, and parrots mm-hmm. are not wrong about this right? but the eagle is looking at it from a different perspective the eagle is thinking what have you actually accomplished to justify this level of happiness yeah from the eagles perspective there wasn't a follow-up call established there wasn't a clear conversation about what the needs of the prospect were in relationship to the product or service that was sold it was generally spoken about but it wasn't specifically (laughs) in a way that was memorable to so from the eagles perspective there was a checklist that out of the six most important things that needed to transpire
0: objectives, there's objectives and we need to accomplish objectives. Yeah.
2: And three of them were, were, you know, one of them was nailed. Two of them were almost gotten and the rest weren't even addressed.
0: Yeah. We don't even know who the decision maker is. And you assume that these, this person, you assume they were, they were qualified. You assume these things.
2: Exactly. So now the Eagle has a dilemma because there's what, there's what she wants to say. And then there's what what she should say. Okay. (laughs) Because she, She's sitting with her her, uh, Eagle, uh, uh, you know, direct report. And what she wants to say is, what was that? Like, we're not here for social engagement. We're here to provide value. And I don't think that you were focused enough to provide enough value to assume anything about the future of this relationship. That's what she Mm -hmm. wants to say. Mm -hmm. But she probably shouldn't say it and the reason <laughs> is that if you're working with a parrot well you're working with a parrot not yourself so when you coach mm-hmm. an eagle you can just give him the bottom line and say and hey that that. Cut, here's why here's what you need to do differently and yeah. eagle's like next but yeah thank no, you no she's not having a conversation with herself she's having a conversation with this person who's a parrot so what do parrots need well parrots need to feed off of positive energy. Mm. If you want a parent to change what they're doing, you need to validate where they're coming from. And if that mm. sounds like a contradiction, it is a little bit, but not so much. So she should say, okay, you know what I loved about that conversation, Mr. Parrot, That you immediately established a rapport and, and it was clear that the prospect was really comfortable with you. You're gifted at that. Mm. You just have an ability to put people at ease. And that's that's a really important skill for sales. So I actually enjoy watching you do that. Mm-hmm. And I and I actually to be honest with you, I learned a few things because I'm not as good at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let Humility. me tell you there, there were a few things missing from this. What do you think they were? Mm-hmm. And instead, of, instead of telling him get engaged, right? But she should do it with a smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because most mm. of, 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 communication is not what we say, but how we say it now, she doesn't want to do this at all because to her, this is a waste of time. And I should just tell him what he needs, what he did wrong. It's going to take all the right, time. And, why and I, do, I need to move on. To and this out. whole being smiley and happy is phony to me. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's not authentic. And you're asking me to be phony. And, and if I were her coach, the sales leader, I would say, no, I'm ask- not asking you to be phony. I'm asking you to honor the person you're with mm. because your mm-hmm. goal Is to surface his genius. Mm -hmm. That's your goal, not to impose your standard on him, right? If you if you're not elevating people based upon their skill sets, what are you doing? You're smothering them. Do
0: you think all that's missing here is is lack of knowledge? The eagle doesn't know how you know why the parrot does what they do, or is do you feel like there is a superiority, like a judgment?
2: Okay, I think it comes across like because the
0: parent can be knows, oh, you're just a you're just a clown. You're just wasting time. You're just right. You're not serious. It's
2: a judgment of character. Eagles have a big problem is that they're terrible at PR. So they come across as arrogant, (laughs) They come across as judgmental. But they're really Mm -hmm. not really what what the eagle is saying is, look, I know what has made me successful. And what you are doing is so at odds with what I do (laughs) that I am concerned for your success <laughs> that's really good and, but that's really what's going on okay but which is
0: oh, by that's- the way if we're talking to the parrot who's being coached w- managing up is 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 a, tribute, a positive motive this person's trying to help me don't look at it as you're being attacked exactly
2: because so you, you're
1: saying if you're the rep if beam, you're the rep, coach, don't don't you assume to... you're doing
0: this because you're you're a jerk and you're yeah. judging me. And you think you're better than. Oh, I know why you're telling me this. So because you think ways. you're. Yeah. But because yeah. I'm in control of the relationship, too. I'm not just, uh, you know, I, I'm not a victim. So two here. ways,
2: two ways to keep parrots from being defensive is a do it in private. Never do it in public. Is
0: because that not true for all of them?
2: Now, parrots in particular no? are really okay. sensitive to group dynamics. And so okay. saying something that, that, that embarrasses a parent in the presence of other people is a much stronger uh, slap oh, in the face. Wait. Yeah, it, it, so it, it's so true. Like, so always do it in private and genuinely surface what they're great at so that you can build upon it and mm-hmm. say, you're great at this, but boy, man, if you could add more discovery questions. To your existing skill set, you are going to go so much higher because you're so gifted in this area. So, all you need to do is add a few things here, and then you're going to be off to the races. It's a very positive message. It happens to be true. So, Mm. you're not, you're not, you got to pick
0: something that's genuine because it is true. Yeah.
2: And and that's what I say to Eagles when they say, well, you know, I I don't like to butter people up. I'm not asking you to butter them up. I'm asking you to tell them the truth in a way that actually galvanizes them as, as opposed to shutting them down. If you're really about performance, you should be enthusiastic about this, not saying, oh, it makes me feel phony. I don't care how it makes you feel. Yeah, right. It's not about you. It's not about, about what you. that person <laughs> needs in order to be successful. Are you a leader or not?
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I think also helps Eagles, too, as I've worked with Eagles in the past, is change their objective from this call should go this way. To helping the rep become the best that they can become, help them maximize their potential. That's your job. When you have a team member, I was a second string football player. My coach's job was to get me to be the best second string football player I could be versus, oh, whatever, you're just second string. Because that's what a leader does. A leader needs to develop their people to the highest level of potential. Because when this first string guy got hurt, I'm now playing. Right. right. He, you know, I, I need to be the best. Every team member needs to reach to the highest level of potential. And I think that helps an Eagle change. How can you help the parrot be the best that they can be?
2: All right. So let's switch it up. Let's say that the manager, the sales leader is an owl.
0: Oh, uh, um, I was going to ask you if the parrot, if it's, if the, the, the sales leader. Well, you just want to, you
2: know, cause you're an Eagle parrot, parrot, Eagle. So you just want to, you know, focus on <laughs> you're just, There are other people out there. You're the uh, expert. You keep going. So, so let's say the leader's an owl. Mm-hmm. And do you tell me who are they coaching? Tab, who are they coaching?
1: If I'm a owl, I'm coaching owls or dubs, I would guess.
2: Okay. So owls coaching owls is really interesting.
1: That's what I would. Kind of, I was really intrigued by. I didn't know if that was legal, but I, I would think that would be really cool to see that's an owl coaching owl. Not,
2: I don't think that's
0: legal, Ted. <laughs> this is yeah. why you're the <laughs> co- best co-host in America. I would have never asked that Stretching question. Stretching it, aren't mm-hmm. I? Yeah, it's a tough. Is that question. legal? It's a, it's I would a have thought question. that
2: would be easy for owl to coach now. No, no, it's not because because when owls disagree with one another you know, good luck. Oh, oh, That's um, kind of what I was thinking. Both both owls always think that they're right because they have the data at their disposal. So you've got two owls that know that they're right. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's So try try getting in between that one, right? Oh, wow. So what what owl leaders need to do when dealing with it, when working with other owls and coaching other owls is to lean on their secondary style. So let's say it's an owl eagle. Mm -hmm. Lean a little bit eagle on this coaching call because you've already you already understand from an owl perspective why the sales rep said and did what he or she did. Mm -hmm. If the question is, could there have been a little bit more urgency? Could there have been more um, advancing the ball in a particular direction? Could the conversation have been shorter, right? Did we really need to go as deep as we did in this particular functionality? Mm -hmm. Or was that interesting, but not necessarily useful? So leaning on your secondary style when you are working with, a colleague who shares your primary style is, is often a really good way to add value.
0: Oh, this Ooh. is, okay, this is new. For me. I know, me too. So if I lean on my, my owl, and what I hear you say is if I go data point to data point, we start arguing the data, we're going to go nowhere. <laughs> so lean into your eagle, and let's talk more, what other objectives could we accomplish, not argue the data, because that's going to that. go nowhere. That's great. It's,
2: it's right, and so. And if uh, I'm so coaching
0: a parrot, parrot, and I would typically be a parrot being coached because that's kind of, that's kind of like if I'm a coach, uh eh, well, it doesn't matter. But if I if I'm a parrot and my secondary style is is eagle, I should go eagle with the parrot. Is that that's what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I I think if if you share a primary style, go to a secondary style because each of a style has tremendous value in the sales and leadership process, right? Because, mm. you know. The, the, what do eagles prioritize in leadership? Action, risk-taking, confidence. Okay, but what are their challenges? Eagles are challenged by being flexible, mm-hmm. seeing things from another perspective. They're they're challenged by you know the pacing of things. Eagles like to move things very quickly, and not you know other styles are not comfortable with that. So these are real mm-hmm. challenges. Okay, so if you've got two of the same style going at each other from the same perspective, they're just going to lock horns in in both of their challenges. They're not Uh, going to, there's not going to be room to see things from a different perspective, right? Got it. So, you know, parrots, what are their priorities? Enthusiasm, relationships, innovation, right? Parrots want to explore- Positivity. What's that? Positivity. Absolutely. So what are they challenged by? Well, they're impulsive. Mm -hmm. And process is really important. And often parrots skimp on process. Mm. But an owl would consider perfectly natural, like what Tab was just saying, like his- to, to tab's wife sitting down with someone before they actually start working and quizzing them on how they're going to do it and why they're going to do it that's called normal but <laughs> Tab, right, he was right. like whoa look at this <laughs> this may be a better way <laughs> right so yeah, another thing it, it, that parents struggle with is follow-through hmm. right but eagles don't struggle with that eagles have Eagles want to want to move that ball, move that ball. And you know, Owls also are good with follow through because Owls have this thing called a schedule. Yes. They have a plan. They have a, a calendar and they use it.
0: They look at the list before they do the thing. Yeah. That the list was that, created to do. I can make a list, I just don't look at it.
2: Yeah. So and I'm getting and, there. You know, we kind of we kind of left Doves out of this, which which is I would uh, love
0: to hear the Dove like Dove's coaching an Eagle Ooh, so that's a tough one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they would get eaten, wouldn't they? Just be,
3: they just... <laughs>
2: so, so what, what, what do what doves prioritize in leadership? Doves prioritize trust, mm-hmm. being thorough mm-hmm. and deliberate, being Methodical, very, yeah, very, yeah. being very um, inclusive, mm-hmm. making it a conversation, right? And all of these things take time. It takes time to build. Trust. I love how
0: time <laughs>
2: it take time, right? It's it's it, it, it's a very patient, <laughs> deep approach to leadership, mm-hmm. right? So now you've got a dove, who, by the way, is is you know dove leadership is enormously powerful. If you read Good to Great and you look up level five leadership, you'll you'll find most of them are dove. Yeah, most of them are dove. I think we talked about that last time. So, but but now that dove is coaching an eagle. Does the ego really want to be thorough and deliberate? (laughs) Is the the ego looking for inclusiveness in this conversation? Or does the ego want you to cut to the chase and say, here's what I appreciate about what you did. And here's where you're you're falling short. And here's what you need to do. The ego wants bullet points so that they can get better. They don't need to deepen the relationship. They need Mm -hmm. to figure out how to change in order to improve so that they sell more. Mm-hmm. And that transactional approach I mean let's let me say this. It comes across as transactional, but it's really skill building. Mm-hmm. Eagles want to build their skill sets so that they accomplish more. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: It's a transactional approach to the coaching session, not necessarily a transactional approach to selling. Thank you. And that's what you're
2: saying, right? Yes, but I'm also suggesting that in the selling process, Eagles, if they're not careful, right will come across the transactional. Yeah. And if you're sitting, a, if you're a dove buying from an eagle, your red flags are up mm-hmm. because yeah. doves will not buy from you unless they trust you at a much deeper level than what an eagle is typically comfortable displaying. Mm. So it, it's, a, it's a tough sell when, when eagles are with doves. They really have to lean. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, and then same in reverse. Mm-hmm. Same in reverse. So, the, so I'm,
0: you explain what a dove typically, or a dove's approach to a, a coaching session. You explain the Eagles need. And so you're basically just saying, give them what they're need. Like, don't, don't slip into doveness. Don't be peace basically say the the objective just focus on what what do you want to accomplish you want to accomplish these three things or ask them what did you want to accomplish on the call did you accomplish that and share insights or how to accomplish what you want to accomplish and don't worry about uh being sensitive to the 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 conversation or how the how you deliver the message and taking time and thought well, we talked about this
2: last time what a double yeah. call a and conflict and ego we call a conversation.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Because but a dove's instinct is this is gonna this is gonna be uh, this is gonna end in conflict, which is something a dove would want to avoid. Exactly. But so that takes a choice.
2: You want to build trust and respect with an eagle, be candid. Yeah. And candor does not require elaboration. Mm-hmm. Candor requires being succinct. Mm-hmm. If a dove really wants to get an eagle's attention, they sit down with them and say, I don't think that worked well. Mm-hmm just like that and the eagle will say yeah. what do you mean why do you say that mm-hmm. and, well, and the respect just went up respect went up because now you've but you've but you've challenged the eagle and eagles respect challenges
3: mm-hmm.
2: so the dove thinks all right we're already in a conflict but the eagle is like hungry for answers mm-hmm. you tell me why wasn't that successful and if the dove is on their yeah. game they'll say i don't think you built trust mm-hmm. you might have displayed expertise but just because you're, you're knowledgeable about something doesn't mean I should trust you. Mm. I didn't see trust there. If a dog can bring themselves to be that succinct with an eagle, they will have their respect.
0: Let me ask you a question, because this is something that I encountered being an eagle, because I'm an eagle parrot, parrot eagle, depending on the situation. And in this situation... I think the person meeting with me knew that I was going to be an eagle and they were a dove. They in order to be candid wrote out what they wanted to say
2: mm. and delivered
0: that message which forced it helped, I shouldn't say forced, helped them to deliver a very pointed candid message which I found on the on the receiving end of that very helpful. They were they enjoyed it because they knew exactly what they wanted to say and they said it. And so it removed any of the emotions, kind of removed their emotions away from how difficult it might be, and they just read it to me. So, and they positioned it as, "Hey, I just want to make sure I'm communicating what I want to say. So I've thought about it, I've written it down, and here's the here's what I want to say to you." By the way, Tab, this was Doug Scott who worked with us early on in the in the early days of Asana. Oh yeah. So what do you think about that strategy? I found it. I love that strategy.
2: I love that strategy because the problem isn't the eagle. The problem is the dove. It's uncomfortable. Exactly. Matching the moment, match the moment, not the mirror. Mm -hmm. So if matching the moment makes you uncomfortable, what are the strategies that you can employ so that you don't miss the moment? And what your colleague did is say, okay, I'm not comfortable doing this, but it's not about me. It's Mm -hmm. about the person I'm coaching. So my strategy is write it down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's a great, I think that helps. I think that would help a dove. I don't know about an owl. They might write too much. (laughs)
2: um <laughs> it would help an owl generally speaking, introverted people are thoughtful
1: mm-hmm. and they
2: they they like to journal with thoughtfulness
1: i totally agree with that and did you want to be very exact and and if you write it out and you you think through it it's just more exact it's just more like you said quality <laughs>
2: it's yeah, I, I work with an entrepreneur who's who's this crazy mix of 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 high intensity parrot and high intensity owl. Mm, wow. It's, a, it's 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 a very it's a special combo. It's the inventor pattern. And mm. uh, because parrots understand intuitively what human beings want and owls understand how to build things. Mm-hmm, yeah. When you put those two together, you get Thomas Edison, you get you get it's a very I think Elon Musk, I think Musk is a is an owl parrot. Um, interesting yeah that is an interesting combo so when he's pitching you know investors and he's working with me i like play to his parrot i'm like okay try this try that try this and but he wants a script Mm. because his owl demands a script Mm -hmm. and so until he has it he's not confident
0: yeah that's interesting right that's where they want to be right let's talk about one more combo speaking of the owl so what about the owl coaching the parrot? That's- because that, that seems like, because we might be able to talk about that in both ways, like the parrot coaching the owl, but if I'm thinking about the owl coaching the parrot, uh, I, I, cause I could see how the, this is the situation where someone who's, maybe not as talented in sales, but very good in management moves into management because they're very good at process and managing the numbers mm-hmm. and productivity and the dials and all that and does the work and very methodical, especially in a big company. And now you got all these parrots running around. So, so talk us through that.
2: So parrots desperately need structure mm-hmm. in order right. to properly channel the gifts that they bring to the table. hmm and owls are uniquely qualified to provide structure or mm-hmm. teach mm-hmm. how structure can be created. Mm-hmm. So owls have the answer. Now, do the parrots mm-hmm. want structure? Well, mm-hmm. how many parrots do you know love CRMs? Mm-hmm. Love exactly. putting the data every day. Not many. I love,
0: day. The, I love the data. I love the data. And yet,
2: <laughs> parrots that use CRMs properly tend to be a heck of a lot more effective than parrots that mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm right Mm -hmm. so it's really a persuasion game Mm. and Mm -hmm. so the biggest uh let's how do i put this fault line between owls and parrots is that owls can unintentionally come across as patronizing Uh, yeah okay so there's a there's a certain expression that they have a certain quiet confidence that they possess a certain lack of emotional need that they Mm -hmm. put out there, there's a certain self-satisfied way about Mm -hmm. them that parrots interpret as seriously patronizing, condescending, and parrots will push back strong on that. Yeah. Really strong. So if you're an owl and you are leading parrots, you need to be really sensitive to that. So how do we we handle that? Well, owls that are self-deprecating
0: Okay. So be that
2: that actually say, yeah, you know, I really need to improve in this area or last week. I just made a boneheaded mistake Mm -hmm. where they're just bold and out there. It signals to the parrot that the owl doesn't take themselves so seriously that they will judge me because parrots, Mm -hmm. no one likes to be judged, but parrots are particularly sensitive to being judged. Mm -hmm. So the judgmentalness of owl energy or the perception of it is the key. Stumbling block. So if owls can handle that, smile, mm-hmm. self-deprecate, connect on a human level,
3: mm-hmm.
2: there's pretty much nothing that they can't teach parrots. But you got to keep the defensive wall down. Yeah, you've got to keep that wall down because as soon as that wall goes up, the parrot—forgive my my uh pun here—will flip you to bird.
1: <laughs> Which bird did they flip?
0: Yeah, I get it. I got it, Tab. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's good. And and, and I think the key to, as I'm hearing you say this, and I'm putting myself in these situations, I think the key is, like you said, I love this word, honor. Like we say, you were created by God, right? Uniquely created. So your gifts are valuable. So I'm not more valuable than you, so let's celebrate. That's what I'm hearing you say. It's kind of a let's celebrate who God made you to be, and then just go to the next level. Versus, you're screwed up, which yeah, you're is wrong. The, you're wrong. You're and and I think parrots are more sensitive than the other birds. Would you agree with that? They're the most sensitive.
2: They're the most no. I wouldn't. Agree. I, I would you say wouldn't? the most. They're the most outwardly sensitive in their response. But owls okay. are very sensitive people but it's, okay. it's, it is very ensconced within them. They don't show it.
0: Okay. So they, so maybe that's an unfair, I guess, I think of they're more worried about how people, and maybe it's just because they're, you're aware of their response, but it's like they're more worried about how people see them
2: um, or give them feedback. In that, yeah, I mean, it, I think we, we talked about this last time, but I could just briefly recap it, you know, mm-hmm. The, the core fear that we have drives a lot of our behaviors subconsciously. Okay. So eagles, core fear of eagles is, is losing like, mm-hmm. you know, to an eagle, if I'm losing, that's, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now eagles will prioritize losing, meaning I'll, I'll lose a bunch of small things in order to win on the big one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's got to be about winning. Okay. So The absence of winning is the biggest fear that eagles have. And it drives a lot of their behaviors. You understand that you can be more compassionate with them when they're <laughs> over. The okay. For parrots, the biggest fear they have is disapproval.
0: That's why I said, that's why I said that. Yeah. It's, it's that you're just, dis- yeah. You're being kicked to, off the Island. I mean, it's more personal. You don't yes. approve of me where eagles are like, are we going to win or not? Exactly. Whereas parrots are like, do you care? Of, did you, you don't approve. Okay. That's, that's what I was trying to say.
2: Exactly. So, if, if I understand that the reason a parrot is 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 resisting me or procrastinating, it's tied in some way to disapproval, then I can use that. I can leverage that. Here, Can I give you a quick example of this? Please. Yes. Okay. You've got a parrot that's not doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? And it's typically something tedious because parrots don't like to do tedious stuff. So what you need to do is attach the tedious task to an, a, a human being that's either suffering or happy. And then the parrot, cares, excuse me. So you say to the parrot, look, if you can get this done by Wednesday at three o'clock, these are the people that are going to be so happy about that because it's going to enable them to do A, B, and C. But if we miss that deadline, these folks are going to be really stressed out. Mm-hmm. And the cascading effect of that is going to be this. And I, I just don't think you want to be a part of that. And the parrot will be like, no way. Because to for a parrot to cause suffering is awful so you've got to attach an emotional reality to a tedious task in order Mm -hmm. to motivate parents
0: that's beautiful that's so good all right what about let's keep going with this because i I, and i want to go back to the owl one more with a couple more questions because i want to have a couple more things then we can wrap up so the the other
2: fear so doves fear relationship is fear said again Doves fear harming relationships. Harming relationships. Okay. Which is why doves are so committed to fulfilling on their commitments. And mm-hmm. it's why doves overcommit. Nobody overcommits like doves because it's hard for doves to say the word no out loud.
0: Mm-hmm. They want they, peace. They really want peace.
2: They want more than peace. They want yeah. to be the steadfast, most reliable person in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. <laughs> Gosh,
1: that's a lot of pressure.
2: <laughs>
0: It's so much uh, that and, my wife's a dove. I watch it and we've got 14 grandkids. Good luck.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of stress.
0: 24 people in our family. I mean, that's a lot of people to not say no to.
2: There you have it. And it's such a beautiful thing that they mm-hmm. want. Oh, it's to, beautiful.
0: Oh, it's it, beautiful.
2: It's, But but they are the they are the most likely to burn out in a professional setting because you can't say yes to everybody. So because yeah. doves fear harming relationships it drives a lot of their behaviors. So if you're trying to get a dove to do something differently, then Mm -hmm. you need to to get them to think about the relationships they're harming by not doing what needs to be done. And there's going to be a trade-off there.
0: It's it's impossible to keep everybody happy. So we're gonna think about what we're, yeah.
2: Yeah, someone's gonna be unhappy. Can you you live with that? Mm -hmm. That's, That's a sign of a maturing dove that they can live with other people being disappointed. Yeah, that's hard.
0: Okay, so the last one, owls'
2: fear. So the owls' biggest fear is is pretty deep stuff. Um, Owls are most likely to be perfectionists because they Mm. define themselves by their quality. So the biggest fear owls have is that they will be revealed as the frauds they always suspected they were. Mm.
0: Because they're so aware of what perfection is, which is unattainable, that they, to some degree there is a gap. They know it, and maybe other people don't. Yeah,
2: and the I, bar I, is
1: ridiculously high. Yeah, yeah. If the no. bar
2: is, I, and again, I, I hope I'm not just repeating myself. their last session too much, or last uh, conversation over and over again. Yeah, owls define themselves by what they don't know, mm-hmm. not by what they do know, and they have mm-hmm. so much respect for what they don't know. Mm-hmm. that they are the least confident in decision-making, even though they have the most amount of information to make the
1: decision. <laughs> they should be uh, making more decisions, but uh,
3: they're-
0: I'm thinking about people in our company, Tab, that are- Yes, uh, uh, yes, exactly. This is so, so key to be able to honor each other and work together to know this. All right, I gotta so what go if back I'm to a leader?
2: Their... Go so ahead. what if I'm a leader and I'm really sensitive to this deep-seated fears that all of us human beings have? yeah I actually seek to 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 work with people based upon that. In other words, i I want to go out of my way for you not to be trapped by your fears. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm a real leader because I'm taking you way beyond what your fears would limit you to. Mm. that's what leadership is supposed to be to take yeah. people where otherwise wouldn't go reach your highest level, yeah.
0: All right. So, I got to ask this question back to the owl. Sorry, Tab. Do you have a question?
2: Well, I was just going to say what
1: my brain went to the, what we teach about care more, learn more, do more, Yeah, you know, learn, not just learn about their personality. We've, which I've said before, but what are their deepest fears? I mean, that's a whole nother level. Can you mm-hmm. imagine if What's I'm really there, starting yeah. to try to tap into the fears mm-hmm. of my team? I mean, that's incredible. And that's real. And everybody has fear. Yeah.
0: And everybody, yeah, has it's fears. not everybody. like everybody
1: it, it, it's like it, let's just that, that's what i like about this daniel it's like this is normal we all have them it's not like that's you're right. not living in a silo that i'm the only one with my fears
2: right they've got, you, they've got it together
0: they've got it together
1: yeah but, but they, they have,
2: have fears I don't anything. eagles are like what are you talking about i
0: don't
3: have
1: any <laughs> it's like if i strip this away little eagle there's fear in there you just can't see it
0: that's mm-hmm. right yeah exactly <laughs> that's good so if I'm an owl, back to owl talking to a parrot, because I know an owl talking to a parrot and want to influence them, their their intuition is to lean on data, which makes an owl, I mean, makes which just leads a parrot to shut down. Um, so how right. do I influence? What's the best way? You gave us some good ways to encourage them and talk about how we, you know, they need structure, right? That this is right. a perfect marriage, right? This is a great thing when you have a, a leader and a, and a rep, both of them should see it as a positive. You bring things to the table, a team that I can't bring and vice versa, but how do we get them to see it? Because if I start talking, I'm so, thinking Owl's going to provide a lot of data.
2: So a lot of this, of course, is situational. So let's say sure. the parent is engaging with a fellow, with an owl on the other side, a, a, a prospect. So now the owl leader is uniquely qualified to ask questions of the parrot sales rep to say, have you addressed this? Have you addressed that? Because the chances are pretty good. That prospect is thinking that even if they haven't said it out loud, Mm. and especially if they know the birds and they can share that language with one another You say, I think your prospect's an owl. And as as an owl myself, here's what I would be thinking. And now that's great. Right. And Mm -hmm. so now you're, 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 you're literally coaching the, the parrot from a place of expertise because you mm-hmm. share the same now let's say you don't share it okay again it's not what you say to a parrot to anyone it's really how you say it mm-hmm. so as long as the defense shields are down because the parrot feels fully respected by the owl respected okay i don't think there's much that you can't say mm-hmm. it's all about where you're coming from if you're coming from delivery like, it's a, well, it, it's a perception of where you're coming from. If if mm-hmm. I think you're coming from a place mm-hmm. of superiority, then I'm not going to hear the wisdom that you have to share. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, and it's also about the relationship. If I, if I'm an owl sales leader and I don't invest in my parents, meaning go have a drink with them, meaning mm-hmm. know their families, who what their hobbies are. And I'm just kind of this removed coach in this moment. Well, you know, you, I don't have any connected tissue with this person. I'm not right. honoring where they're coming from. I'm just right. telling them what I think. Mm-hmm. And that's not what leads to behavioral change.
0: That's good. Yeah. That, and I think <laughs> your idea of asking questions, right? Even if the, the customer doesn't share the owl style, the fact that you're asking questions, you're coming from a, a self-deprecating, we're equals honoring you. Right. right. I'm not better than, I always think about turning the pyramid upside down. Like my mm-hmm. role is to help you serve your customers and to reach your goal. That's my goal. So right. I'm already going into every coaching session by communicating, my role is to serve you because your role is to serve the customer. And so I, I if I yeah. start there, that that hopefully helps people see that, look, this isn't about you reporting to me. This is about me serving you and helping you do that, obviously. what not- you
2: just said, what you mm-hmm. just said is great, and it's very natural to parents. Mm-hmm. you have a lot of parrot energy. So yeah. the first thing you do, you sit down. The first thing we're going to do is connect it to human beings. Here's my motive. Here's my place. I want you. I am passionately invested in your success. You're, mm-hmm. you're starting there. Yeah. That's not where owls and eagles typically start. Right. And they, That's they can learn from parrots on this one because if they would adopt yeah. that strategy and actually believe it, not just check a box eagles, I'm talking to you in the audience. Don't just check the box, <laughs> but genuinely. Right. Mm-hmm. If they would start there it keeps the shields low because mm-hmm. it is, this- and it's,
0: it all helps the eagle achieve their objective. But it has to be sincere. It
2: has to be, and if you can't get to that place of sincerity, then maybe you should be an individual sales contributor as opposed to a quote unquote leader, because you're not yeah. leading other people. Yeah, you're just commanding them to do what you think they should do. That's not leadership. Yeah. That's being a boss.
0: And I always like to frame it up as influence, right? We we. Influence your you can't de- you can't depend on your authority for influence. Authority and influence don't go together. You can't force people to change how what they think or believe. You know, you have to influence them. Mm. So your
2: position doesn't matter. This is it's so right. good, Dan. It's tough. It's really tough for Eagles. It is hard. The Eagles will say, look, I've been frankly, I've been pretty successful. So I'm just trying to help you. And if you would adopt my strategies, you would be more successful. I know this because I was successful. So it's mm. really hard to get any style that's successful to think that there's a, to, to really embrace the fact that there are other ways to achieve the same objective. Mm. Because they're so intimately familiar with how they got there, that it's a natural for them to try to kind of impose that on other people. And that's, yeah. you got to let that go.
0: Yeah. That can be so frustrating. If you're like, I know how to do the thing. If you will just listen to me, you can do the thing. That I'm trying to show you. It's it's not like why are we have to do all this other stuff. It's a waste exactly. of time. Exactly. Well, welcome to the human race. But yeah. you know what? But you know what? Here's how I also think about when I'm talking about this or teaching this in a workshop: is think about this in your personal relationships, right? If you can apply this to your 16 year old, right, or your other relationships where it's not about conquering. Right, Because if you turn this into conquering something with your 16-year-old or whatever, or your spouse or your friends, like so apply it there. And then if they learn it there, then it becomes more natural at work. What do you think about oh, that, Dan? Do you agree so with that? We, we
2: find when we do these sessions, and I'm sure you've had the same thing. The reason people buy into the birds is because there's a moment in the session when they, it crystallizes for them. Oh, my goodness, that's my brother. Yeah, right. Oh, right. my goodness, that's my son. That's my daughter. That's my spouse. It clicks for them. And it typically clicks, clicks personally first. And Ah, then, and then they're like, Oh, okay. I'm bought in. I get it because they know it's true. They know it. They don't think it's true. They know it's true. And then they're able to apply it to their professional lives. And I don't talk about the personal life because I I know I don't need to. (laughs) it'll
1: go they'll go there on their own i don't
2: have to lead the witness because it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and then they come up to me and they're like oh my goodness you just described my marriage and i'm like oh wait really wow that's wow i've never seen
0: that before (laughs) (laughs) self-deprecating that's great uh dan i love it i really do i think this is so good i think like the whole fears like knowing what honoring people and saying you are a unique individual and this is the way God wired you. And how can I understand that? And how can I help you reach your maximum potential and the impact that you have on people by learning this, whether they're successful or not. Like I always think about it as your leader, these people have been given to you for a certain period of time and you're going to have a huge impact on these people, your team members. And so whether maybe they're not successful, but that might lead them to being successful because you because of their own stubbornness or whatever reason they, they were un or they couldn't get over their fears, but what an opportunity to adjust how we lead and coach and mentor a team and how they, and how that again can impact them. So I'm not repeating myself, but love it, Dan tab. Any last final thoughts? No,
1: once again, I think we could, we could talk for hours and hours. Dan, I oh, got, man. I got took a couple of great nuggets that um, are going to serve me. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, you my friend. Yeah, Thank thanks. you, Tom. Always. Appreciate love the friendship. Dan, would you much success? Hope can, hope we work together again soon. And I hope this helped uh our leaders today and maybe our reps, right? Because again, we gotta yeah. we gotta we works can leverage both ways. this It works both ways. How can we adjust our approach to be better a team member? Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us for another episode of Sales Without. And as always, we appreciate feedback so we can get better ourselves. Thanks. Thanks again, Dan.
2: Thank you.